back to No Sleep Sleepover. Um, I'm Logan, that's Matt. You know the drill by now. It's episode three. We've made it. Started from the bottom. What if they don't know the drill? <laughs> now we're here. This... They're like, what drill? <laughs> like, I haven't been paying attention. Um, like, no, I don't know. We're hanging out. We're just chatting, talking. Um, we started this podcast because we enjoy talking with each other and we hope people listen and enjoy it. So I hope that's what people are doing. Matt, how are you? <laughs> Good. Uh, last week, we got to see each other last week. I know. In person. I, I was going to ask how your week was, but I was there. <laughs> <laughs> you were part of said week. Um, we did glass blowing for the first time, <laughs> so we made some pumpkin figurines. Uh, what did you think of the experience? Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> so Matt reaches out to me and is like, hey, I have this Groupon. And I was 100% down, super ready for it. So mm-hmm. we go there, and this man, instructor, I don't really know what he called himself. I totally forget. But he <laughs> tells us that this is not a beginner's class. Uh, this is an advanced class, <laughs> which was very fun. Um, it was terrifying. <laughs> I, I, I think I didn't like it, mostly. Okay. How, how did you feel about it? I was... Um... Here's the thing. I liked. I actually liked the activity. Mm-hmm. I just wondered if maybe it was a little, like I don't know. I this is. I don't. I okay. Why do I act like the glass blower teacher is gonna be listening to this podcast? <laughs> no, Can I'm you imagine? So nervous. I don't want to. I liked the guy. I thought the guy was nice as a teacher, though. Mm-mm. I don't know if he was the best teacher. Got it. Like clearly, he knew what he was doing. It wasn't like I felt unsafe at any point. Yes. Um. But I don't know when you're when we're in a position where we're like doing something new for the first time, and you know I work in entertainment, I work in live events, I work as a tour guide, I work as a MC and a host. Like, you know, you gotta just I don't know, just not the personality that I think makes an experience fun or enjoyable. Will I do glass point again? Yes, I just don't think with I would him want to do it with him. <laughs> I I agree. He was a nice enough person. Um, yeah. I kept communicating how I was a little nervous because mm-hmm. it's hot melted glass. <laughs> to yeah. make me feel better, he goes, well, I can take it out of the kiln or whatever and grab it if you want. And he did. <laughs> <laughs> he literally pulled out mm-hmm. some liquid glass and grabbed it in his hand. <laughs> and just, I don't know. I just, that's not what an instructor should do, you know? Well, I, I think for you that doesn't really help you. Like, <laughs> like I don't know it. I, yeah, like he was a glass blower first, teacher second, uh, for sure. So I definitely think in the future, I want to do it where I'm with someone who like knows a bit more about how to like teach and prepare yeah. this subject because it, it is intense. And I mean, like, sure, were we in a position where we're like we're responsible? We're not going to be in a position where we're like reckless with these hot glass but i don't know i just it was weird (laughs) it was weird and maybe that's but thank you to groupon yes shout out groupon not sponsored it could be yeah (laughs) (laughs) but i just also um and maybe this is stupid of me but the actual blowing part of the glass blowing so much work oh my goodness yes I actually thought the blowing part was going to be easier than it was. Yes. The blowing part of glass blowing is hard. You really have to have a lung capacity. You got to keep going. You got to keep going. Um, and you have to know when to stop, which I thought was really interesting. Like, there's a point where you, like, nope. Because you, you can stop. shatter so, it. Uh, mm-hmm. Easily. Absolutely insane. 
But I mean, it was a lot of fun still. And, and I'm mm-hmm. glad that we did it. I'm glad I got to do it with you. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. But yeah, probably never again for me. <laughs> <laughs> never again for Logan. I'm open to it. So if anyone has a good glass blowing t-shirt, please let me know. Yeah. <laughs> In the comments section. <laughs> um, so if you listened to our podcast last week, we took our Harry Potter house quizzes. Matt, are you mm. still upset? <laughs> okay, so you still are upset mm. that you got a Hufflepuff. Yeah, I am. It's okay. Here's the thing. It's <laughs> I, I want to clarify this because I feel like some people have been coming for me a little bit. It's not about Hufflepuff. It's about me. Does that make sense? Like, if you're a Hufflepuff like Logan, you be your Hufflepuff self. You be your cute wootsy Hufflepuff self. But I am not a Hufflepuff. I know this. Not I know it in my soul. I know it in the previous multiple quizzes I've taken. I just know, knowing the characters that are supposedly in Hufflepuff, that's just not me. And I, I, I'm a little too bold and brazen, I think, for for Hufflepuff. So, And I definitely think it's like a loss of identity thing. Like you said, you've taken 10 quizzes where you're a Gryffindor. So to all of a sudden have that be flipped around and, yeah. oh, just kidding, you're something completely different. Yeah. Something... As- I still stand by it. I'm a Gryffindor. Like, we could take that quiz again, and it could say I'm whatever. Nope. I, I The data has shown many times this was an outlier. My friend actually the sent end. me a test where it gives you percentages of each house. Oh. So I will send that to you after we're done. Let's send that to me. That's week four. How about week four <laughs> we is a revisit? the Harry Potter test. <laughs> It's a revamp. But uh, you, Harry Potter Test Part 2. If you did listen to last week, Matt made a comment at the end where we could look at our um, natal charts. And so that's what we're mm. going to do today because that sounds yeah. fun. And if you couldn't tell anything about us from our Griffin or from our ho- hello, Hogwarts houses, <laughs> <laughs> having a moment, um, maybe you'll be able to tell us stuff about our charts um, mm-hmm. because this is supposed to be people can read this and know everything about you. Mm-hmm. Um, are you into astrology at all? Like, do, What's your relationship with So that? I do love astrology. Um, I think, though, like anything, it just kind of is relative to what you need from it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it is, at least is interesting. See, I'm a huge fan of, like, astrology fits in this. Even Harry Potter quizzes, you know, or career tests. Like, just things that give you ideas. I mean, and if it's wrong, it's wrong. Or if you don't think it applies, it doesn't apply. But... For me, it makes me excited to kind of reflect and do some self-reflection. That's why I like it. I do think, though, that I get more out of the natal charts and more of a deep dive into the signs than I necessarily do with, like, the weekly horoscopes. Yeah. The weekly horoscopes, I think, are a little, I don't want to say trashy. No, because- <laughs> I, th- I, I definitely think they're the generic, like, yeah. we need to push some kind of content out. So here's well, yeah. this. Like, like this week will either be good or bad as you deal with something big that might be in your job relationships or finances. And it's like, well, you're covering every yeah. base. So it's, yeah, a little, mm-mm. but I think everyone should do their natal chart, though. I think it's really fun, especially if you do it with like a group of friends, you know, like pop open some wine, like read about each other and like do some self-reflection. I think that's always something that I, I like. So absolutely. I have loved astrology. I feel like my whole life I... When I was in elementary school, I had an astrology book that went through all mm-hmm. the different signs and everything. And I just, I was obsessed with it. I loved it. Mm-hmm. And so I've grown up in- interested in it. I don't know it, everything that well. Yeah. Um, there's so much to it. I, I mean, it's kind of, it's like a science, mm-hmm. you know, it's the stars yeah. and everything. So I, I don't know it as well <laughs> as um, other people do. 
but mm-hmm. but I'd love to learn, and so I love reading yeah. about it, and so this is really exciting. Yeah, I gotta be honest. I mean, I know my signs, and then crushes. I'll look up crushes. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So there's like a few signs I have no knowledge about whatsoever. Um, but fun fact, I seem to fall for Leos. Ooh, okay. So fun fact for you. Look but at you. I've look at me. been asking so many people their signs and charts lately, mm-hmm. and <laughs> looking at CoStar. One of my coworkers actually, she added mm. me at CoStar, and so I was looking at her chart in front of her and like trying to dissect it a little bit. <laughs> She's like, I don't know what this means. She's a Scorpio. <laughs> oh, very emotional. Very, very intense. Very grudgy. Yes, I told her I so. would shout her out. So if she's listening to this, hey, if she's not, then oops. <laughs> she's like, I actually started listening, but then you made fun of glass blowing instructors, which I am one. And she turned it off. She's, she's like, like that no, was not, not today. For me. No, they were so rude about that. <laughs> Sorry to all you glass blowers out there. That was just, uh, I, I mean, I totally respect that. That was insane <laughs> amount of work. It's just, here's the thing. There's just teachers and non-teachers. Like, I, like you could be really good at what you do. And he was. But then if you're not a good teacher, like, then you shouldn't be teacher. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. There's that saying, like, those who can't teach, I completely think the opposite. Oh, no, 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 no. You have to be a special kind of person to be a teacher. And yeah. I love all of them. And yeah. so, yeah, I totally respect teachers and people who can't teach. Maybe don't. I feel like next week we're going to be like, we apologize for... <laughs> I know, just being so mean. We apologize for being honest about a Groupon teaching special that we took. Watch uh, this man message us and say... Um, <laughs> oh my God, if he listens, he's like, I was a subscriber. I tipped you guys in the tip jar or whatever. Like, ooh. Sorry, man. Sorry. Let's move on from trashing this one man who was a very nice person, by the way. I feel like Kiki Palmer right now. I'm like, I do not know this man. (laughs) Sorry to this man. I have never seen this man. (laughs) So for our birth charts, um, we went to Cafe Astrology. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know about you. I printed mine out. I have 25 25 pages of my birth (laughs) chart. Did you read it all? Because it's been a wa- it's been a long time since I've read mine. Um, no, I was skimming it. Um, so I looked at my ch- <laughs> basically no, I didn't read it. Um, so I looked like, at my mm. chart. I looked at all that. I haven't read all the details because I thought it'd be fun to kind of read with you mm-hmm. and see yeah. all that. Um, so I think we should do our big three and just like compare those first. So yeah, if you like pull that. up your chart. I already, I already know what your sun sign is, so. Um, my sun is Aquarius, for all you wondering. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is the aquatic one, right? That's Well, it's an air sign, but. Which is interesting. That's so funny. I know, but the sign, sign, sign is like a water bearer, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, my moon is in Cancer, and my okay. rising is Gemini. Mm-hmm. What's your big three? Well, my sun is in Libra, my moon is in Scorpio, and then I thought my ascending was Gemini, but I guess it's Aries, so I think it must be a time thing. I thought I was born at 7.30, maybe in the past I put 8.30, so I gotta check with my mom. Be like, Mom, Mommy, Mom, what time was I born? I literally texted so. my mom this week, and <laughs> she goes, I don't know, maybe 2 p.m.? <laughs> <Just> like, uh, <laughs> Sometime. Cool, thanks, Mom. 
Um, Thanks, mommy. So roughly 2 p.m. I'm not going to. She's a very nice lady. She listens to this podcast. So <laughs> shout out, mom. I appreciate you. She's like, I, I stopped born. listening. I also stopped listening when they made fun of the glass blowing teacher. We're like, Ooh. <laughs> I was a second born. So I get not knowing the exact time that I was born. Yeah. <laughs> but I think with my brother, she's like, yep, it was 432 in the morning. And I know what I was watching and I know what I was wearing. <laughs> It's only those I know it was at 7.30 or 8.30 because my parents, or my mom at least, said that <laughs> I was born during like a primetime hour. Like they were like watching like a some kind of show was on. I don't know what it, the show was, but like apparently it was not a good time to be born. Interesting. Because they, <laughs> they all wanted to watch the show. They were like, can he just come back? Like we just want to watch Seinfeld or whatever. Oh my God. If you bothered me during Seinfeld, I would also be upset. So I understand that. <laughs> Okay, um, so we are going to start with our sons. Um, so it's kind of long, so excuse us, but this is interesting, and you clicked on. So, Matt, do you want to read all about your son in Libra? Yeah, I can do that for you. Okay. Let me pull it up, just double check. Woo! Okay. So, Libra are generally thought to be sociable and somewhat Keyword here, somewhat intellectual souls. They have an almost innocent way about them that makes them very approachable. I don't know if I'm innocent, but I'm definitely approachable, I think. Um, Generally quite eager to cooperate. Libras spend a lot of time trying not to rock the boat. Here's the thing. I will rock the boat, but then, like, I'll rock it in order to not rock it. Does that make sense? Like, I'll be like, "Here's, here's what I think. Like, I'll be honest with you, but, you know what I mean? Like, I I gave it both ways a little bit. So, yeah, in their lives, they seek the middle ground. Oh, well, yeah, that's, yeah. Because, oh, here we go. In theory, we're peace-loving, but in practice, they can quietly stir up all sorts of troubles. Um, In the process, they may end up trying to be everything to everyone. This is where their reputation for untruthfulness comes from, because generally their untruths spring from a true desire for peace and fairness. Although they may not be comfortable with direct and malicious trickery, they feel totally justified when they lie in order to avoid making waves. Peace at any price. In that way, they seem harmless, but what can result is actually a ruckus because those with Libra may crib about their lack of directness and their apparent inability to take a stand. Libras are experts at avoiding being the one to blame when confronted. They'll be like, what? Me? No, I'm, I'm in the middle ground, middle road. Uh, some may consider Libra to be weak. However, without Libra, life simply wouldn't be as fair. I definitely do that. I will definitely, like, if it's like something small, I'll be like, eh, there's mm-hmm. no point in like... You know, making a big deal out of this, but I, I can. I've notoriously made big deals out of things that I probably shouldn't make big deals out of. But I do have a very weird sense of like right and wrong as well. <laughs> like I will care very harshly about like the weirdest things. Mm-hmm. That, like to me, it's about like the fairness and the amount of times I've said it's not about what they did; it's about the principle. Oh my god, I say that all the time. I could totally see that. Um, we think of things in relative terms instead of absolutes. Absolutely. Um, these people are always looking for the best way or the right way to live. Absolutely. I, I'm a v- big on evolution. Harmony is the ultimate goal, but their idealism and high expectations can mean plenty of discontent. Um, this is crazy. Yeah, this is. Re- I think this really does apply to me, honestly. Um, if Libra doesn't learn to live in the moment, at least some of the time, they'll be in a constant state of unrest. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Shots fired. Ow. Cafe astrology. <laughs> um, 
on an individual level, Libra represents these laws of civilization. They come across as very civilized and refined. I don't know about refined, but maybe sometimes. Needs has a great need to be part of a group. Yes. Likes to mix with people and seek partnerships. Likes to respect justice. Approves of society's values. He is level-headed. And um, the weakness, though, may not think enough. He is frivolous. A diliante? A diliant in love? What is diliante? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, there's some I mean, words throughout. Um, oh, dilettante. What does that mean? Oh, like a person who cultivates an area of interest without real commitment or knowledge. Yeah, Whoa. that is probably. I've never, I've never loved someone like romantically. So yeah, easily swayed by group pressure. Actually, no, 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 no. I am not easily swayed by group pressure. Unless it's like, where did the group want to go for yeah. lunch? That I'll be swayed on. So yeah, that's, that's like the overview. That's kind of crazy. It's it's like you read it and it's like ticking off those boxes. Like, oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah that makes sense. Oh my God, are you ready for this little thing though? This is actually really true too. Yeah. The work that you do, the services you offer are very important to your sense of identity. Rot row, rot row. In order to feel good about yourself, you need to be busy with daily activities and produce work that you're proud of. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, you are sensitive to criticism about the work you do. A little bit, yeah. And you work best when you can create your own schedule. Very much so. Positive feedback is uh, important, yes. But be careful not to over-identify with the appreciation um, because your work and health suffers when you feel underappreciated. Motivation to do good should come from within. He, the Libra, struggles with finding a career that suits the personality he may not face up to the problems and his plans are often difficult or impossible for him to realize. Oh, wow. Cafe Astrology is coming for me big time. They're not they're on my neck, not letting me breathe with the accuracy. Um, very true. So that is my sun overview. Wow. That is. <laughs> that came for you. I, that came. That was like, we have some things that you need to know and we're going to let you know. So. Wow. Um, all right. So my son is an Aquarius. And in case anyone's listening who doesn't really know astrology at all, um, this says the sun represents vitality, a sense of individuality, and outward shining creative energy. So it's okay. kind of like, you know, who you are. Anyways, so my son is an Aquarius. One of the standout characteristics of those born under the sun sign of Aquarius is their unwillingness to follow the beaten track. With advancement and progress on their minds, there can be an irreverence mm-hmm. to old and outdated ways of thinking and doing things. Many Aquarians aim to free themselves of personal and social conditioning. Although open to change in theory, Aquarians can be surprisingly stubborn. Their idealism runs strong, Hmm. but they can be very fixed in their opinions. Okay. Hmm. (laughs) Oh, man. Often a bit aloof and even standoffish, Aquarians nonetheless are usually well-liked. They are curious and observant and tolerant in a broad sense. Prejudice and bias is offensive to the typical Aquarians. Aquarians are generally very clever, witty, and intellectual. They value progress and frankness. It's difficult to throw Aquarians for a loop. They're generally on top of things. There's a bit of a, of a reformer in Aquarius. They'll try to get you to see through superficially and encourage you to become open and forthright. Be true to yourself and don't follow the crowd hmm. are mottos we easy associate with this sign. Aquarians need space and value personal freedom. Any attempt to box them in will likely fail. They'll happily return the favor, hmm. and they will treat people from all walks of life as equals. Equality and fairness are hallmarks of the sign, and if you're quirky and different, all the better. Um, <laughs> Do you think that that is relatable for you? I I definitely think so. Um, okay. Everything that I always read about Aquarius, uh, Aquarians is like, 
you're different. You're kind of weird. You like things that are different not, and weird. <laughs> not by the book. <laughs> Everything that I read is always quirky. Like that's what I yeah, I'm quirky. Yeah. Um, but I really do like the like any attempt to box them will fail. Like I I don't want to be, you know, just put in a category and that's who I am. I love just, you know, being who I am mm. and I like I like when mm. other people are just who they are and they don't necessarily go by the book if that makes sense uh yeah it says my weaknesses an unusual rebellious and revolutionary spirit i don't think those are weaknesses <laughs> yeah those are not weaknesses to me but yeah i think that's awesome um so yeah i mean aquarians are always the weirdo kind of sign and so i've always just ran with that i love it i love being <laughs> quirky yeah, I think quirky is a good thing. I hate when people think that it's like a bad thing. Like, yeah, why is quirky a bad thing? Be true to yourself. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me, you know? Yeah. I love being like, like imagine wanting to be like, I don't know, like, I don't want to say boring because that sounds mean, but like, you know. Yeah, I totally get it. Um, do you. And then it says like all the houses and stuff. And then and I don't know what any of those mean, like conjunction between the sun and Neptune. So if people know what that means. Oh, yeah. I read that part a little bit. Oh, did so you? you you tell me what yours is. Did yeah. you read the sun in your house and which house you have? Um. Yeah. Oh, my sun. I can double check for you. It's the square between the sun and the midhaven. Oh, the sun's in the sixth house. Did you read that? Yeah, that part. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So my sun is in the ninth house. Um, so for me, that says you have a deep need to understand the world around you. You have high ideals and you have your eye on what's on the horizon. You are looking ahead and at times it can seem quite restless. You're proud of your knowledge and your morals. Oh, I hmm. love that line. I I love, like, I think that I'm very, I have a good head on my shoulders. I know mm-hmm. what I think is right and I like to follow it. Um, so I really like that line. Uh, be sure to avoid self-righteousness and your enthusiasm to share your knowledge. Okay. Um, when used correctly, you are a tolerant, adventurous, and curious person, and you want to see the best in people and life. And I totally think that's true, too. Like, I'm a total yeah. optimist. I love people. I love life. And so I, I think all this just rings true. Yeah. Insane. You want to go moon next? Should we go with the moon? Your moon little moon. Scorpio, right? Yeah, I can read mine real quick. Let's see. So, by the way, so people... Who are confused. The sun is your, like, conscious. It's, like, kind of like what everyone knows their sign to be. So the idea is it's the sun represents this vitality, this individuality, and outward shining energy sort of thing. Whereas the moon is, like, unconscious. It's self-image. It's, like, emotional responses. So the sun is definitely, like, the part of you that you, like, fully know Mm -hmm. versus, like, the other part, it's like the moon's kind of like the part you kind of know or kind of don't. Very deep-seated, so. very emotional. And mm-hmm. for someone who kind of knows astrology, a moon in Scorpio feels very emotional. So I'm ready to hear all mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. Um, there's a lot here, so I'm going to kind of just kind of pick and choose if that's okay with yeah, you. Yeah, of course. Uh, diggers, when it comes to the world of emotion, they see behind facades and cut to the core of the person. Absolutely. I'm very good at kind of sensing when something is wrong or when it's right. Uh, deep-seated need for transformation and rebirth can manifest itself. Yeah, I mean, that uh, evolution. Mm-hmm. Most have powerful, emotionally intense lives. Yeah. So I feel like it's beyond their control. Uh, a little bit, yeah. I think so. 
Uh, they Moon and Scorpio, they have a strong fear of betrayal. That's very true. Ooh. They say a commitment and feel the need for a partner to give up something for them. That is weirdly true. Like, I will kind of expect, like, not like I'll create like tests or situations. Like, you make sure that they meet you. Well, like, I don't know. Like, to me, like, the loyalty, it can extend to something. Like, like if someone cancels on me because uh, I work or vice versa like that, like, no worries. Like, that no stress situation. Like, I hate when people make it, like, little big issues out of little things, you know? Like, I don't know. that I don't know if that's what I'm... Anywho, their lives are emotionally driven. Uh, they radiate strength. Um, many lunar Scorpios are intelligent and astute. Uh, they use their enormous powers for intimacy and honesty are, are the happiest, and they make very rewarding friends and lovers. Oh, my. Wow. Uh, so, short description, courageous, brave, independent, not a fearful nature, attracted to sensual, erotic partners. Whoa. But the potential, I know, oh, my. Oh, my. Potential issues, though, excesses of pleasure and difficulty of letting go. And then, kind of looking at, like, the moon and the houses, partnerships, very important Wait, for him, for better or for worse. Moon and seven. Okay. There's an 86 conjunction between moon and Venus. So it's like gracious, sweet, happy, enjoys the arts, entertainment, pleasure, needs tenderness, appreciates home life and a comfortable, safe atmosphere more than most. Frank, honest, optimistic, and generous. Creature comforts, likes good foot cooking. Absolutely. Um, he is kind and sympathetic with a strongly compassionate nature. When in love, he is usually very devoted. In fact, he is devoted by nature, not only in the matters of the heart. I can feel that. And then he can waver between a rich and successful domestic life and social success, perhaps having difficulty succeeding at both. I, I can agree with that. I can agree with that. Very perceptive and given to psychoanalyzing people, a strategist, powerful emotions and intense feelings. Amen to all of that. Love at first sight is to be avoided, as it will make one forget all the other duties and lead to problems. There can be obsessions. Emotions can take over life at times. Emotions definitely can take over my life. So, yeah, I agree with most of that, honestly. And that's actually much more positive than I remember in the past. I think yeah. in the past it's been like... You're deep. You're intense. You're sad. <laughs> yeah. You're deep. You're intense. You're sad. Uh. <laughs> That'd be a good song. Right. Um. So my moon is in Cancer. Um. This is the most subjective position of the moon. The moon is at home in the sign of cancer, as the moon is the natural ruler of the sign. Moon and cancer natives have a large potential to be able to get in touch with the feelings and moods of others. I, I definitely think that's true. Um, often they are quite wrapped up in themselves. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, their memories of the past are outstanding, especially for all things emotional. Moon and cancer people are never detached. They cling to things, their home, and people they care for. Absolutely, I think. Mm -hmm. um, they seek out security and familiarity in all they do. They look for peace and quiet. Their attachment to all thing, to all that is safe means that they're leery of change. Ooh, that is... I, I love comfortability. I love mm -hmm. like going to the same restaurant over and over and over again because like I know that I like it. So, I mean, I'm sure that's not what that means, but... Um, they're devoted and accommodating. The insecure ones accumulate things and attempt to feel secure. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. One of the most delightful characteristics of moon and cancer people is their loony sense of humor. <laughs> Matt, do you think I'm loony? <laughs> I don't know if loony. I mean, kooky, yes, right? <laughs> but, like, would you say loony? I wouldn't say loony. I'm as loony as a tune. <laughs> you think I'm kooky? <laughs> loony. I mean... I, I don't know. Again, kooky to me has such a negative connotation. I yeah. I don't know. I don't. I'm kooky. I'm quirky. Like, I'm loony. 
I'm quirky. I'm kooky. I'm loony. Uh, sounds like a really like a. So I'm gonna put that on my dating profile. Um, oh my god! Please. <laughs> Uh, their moodiness can baffle others, but their unique outlook on life is something most people can appreciate. When treated with tenderness and understanding, moon and cancer natives return the favor with warmth and protection. Give them security and you'll take the crabbiness out of the crab, at least for a while. These people are wonderfully dependable overall, despite their occasional mood swings. Make a friend of mm. moon and cancer and you will be taken care of. Do you have life. mood swings? I don't think you have mood swings. Uh, I think it's easy to... To make me upset, and I think, like I, I, I try not to get upset at things, but I definitely think it is mm-hmm. e- like I'm easily not offendable, but you know I can get upset kind of quickly. So that will like change my mood every once in a while. I mean, do you think it's like you get upset, but it's not like it's like like I don't want to say acceptable, but like that it's like a I mean like a justified emotion, I guess. But sometimes no, like I just get upset okay. because. I didn't like it. Um, you know, maybe it mm. wasn't even supposed to be like something that was negative or something that was mean, but I'm just, I still kind of just mm. shut down sometimes. So I, I, yeah. I, I get that. Um, short description. Basically, I'm great. <laughs> it says she is likable, and sociable, <laughs> very sensitive to environmental conditions and surroundings. She likes home, habits, comfort, and her little world. Very caring and protective of loved ones, potential issues. Um, she is impressionable and too sensitive family problems oh hello okay (laughs) come for her jeez oh goodness and then my moon is in the second house um very in inventive where earning money is concerned may move around restless Hmm. oh i definitely think that's true i i like to like try different things when it comes to jobs Um, okay i'm hoping to stay at this job for a long long time (laughs) because i really do (laughs) like it but i I do get bored um easily when it comes to money you Mm -hmm. can be generous and frivolous in your spending habits one day and frugal the next you could be quite afraid of being in debt and need to feel that bills are paid in order to feel secure and safe i mean yeah okay i mean most that's interesting like I, i think money in general is a worry for a lot of people because like I mean, we live in a society where, like, you need money to survive, right? Yeah. So it's, like, it's just hard to imagine, like, not having, like, such a yeah, like, important... Yeah, like, bills need to be paid. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I think that's basically it. I skimmed through it. But... How do, so, out of a scale of 10, how do you so far relate to this? I, I think it's pretty accurate. I think, I mean, both of those together, there's, there's probably something in all of this that um describe your sun and moon but i mean mm-hmm. even just like separately i definitely think that i fi- i'm finding a sense of self like i understand it mm-hmm. and i relate to it what about you yeah i mean it, i think for me it really is heavily relatable i know some people are like kind of skeptical but mm-hmm. i don't know i it just it is what it is i just i like it it's kind of so. crazy just i'm reading about i mean i would love um, for someone who knows more about this to read my chart for me and tell me it all. <laughs> Do the work for me. <laughs> I don't want to learn about myself. I'm you learn lazy. about me. Uh, oh my I God, just, that's funny. <laughs> I meant more like, I think <laughs> no, that no, I know what you meant. someone I was just who being... knows exactly what they're talking about and yeah. can break it down into 
me dummy sense. <laughs> it's yeah. like the office. Um, read it, to, explain it to me as if I'm seven. <laughs> oh my God, with the lemonade stand metaphor? <laughs> yes. yes. Okay, now explain it to mean. me as if I were six. Like that, that's just what I need. Cause I, I can understand a lot of it, but it's still just, yeah, there is a lot to it. Oh no, there's a lot to it. That's for sure. Um, let's do ascending next. Ascending. Let's do it. Let me I feel like there's just so much there. Cause you got your Mercury, you got your Venus, you got your Saturn, you got your Pluto. I think it's at the end. The houses. Yes. It's by the houses. So we yeah. can do ascending and then we can go right into yeah. our houses. Yeah, we could breeze through this so people aren't like, they just want to talk about themselves, the whole podcast. All they did was talk about themselves. And you know what? If people don't like it, they can start their own <laughs> podcast. But They were so mean to that glass maker. <laughs> we need to have him on this podcast. And just <laughs> let Dude, him talk can, about you tell that, can you tell that emotions run my life? Because like I, I feel like I want to be honest. Oh my God, this is so Libra. I want to be honest about the experience, but then at the same time, I'm like, but I want to be nice. But like, I want to be honest. I want to be nice. I want to be honest. Wow. Just You're such a leader. Back and forth. Back and forth, man. <laughs> Alrighty. So uh, you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. So here's where I'm confused because I thought I was really sure that I was an ascendant in Gemini, mm-hmm. but apparently I'm an ascendant in Aries. So I don't know. This is new for me. So I don't know if I typed in the wrong time. I got to clarify the time with my mom, but okay. people with a series ascendants are quick and direct. Yeah. Ooh. Their first instinct is to do rather than think. Yeah, for sure. Planning ahead, forget it. Yeah, absolutely. I charge charges forward without much ado. Doesn't make the person aggressive. Forthright, yes, but aggression is too strong of a word. They have a youthful, direct manner. They see what they want and go for it. There's no malice, perhaps, in the intent. They love to come ahead in all that they do. They get ready very quickly, walk quickly, and have little patience for dilly-dallying. They have a quick temper, and it's quick to disappear. Yeah. Rarely do you find Aries holding grudges. I don't know. Here's the thing. Is holding a grudge, maybe this is just me. There's a difference between like holding a grudge like 20 years ago, you didn't eat my enchilada dip at the party mm-hmm. and I'm upset with you. That's a grudge. Yes. But is like, okay, a history of someone gaslighting you I don't and you're think like, that's a grudge. Uh... I think that's taking care of yourself and being a smart person. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I think too because there's so many times where I'm just like, I don't like you, and it's not because of, like, a grudge thing. There's just been a history of, like, these behaviors, and I'm like, mm, no. Mm, yeah, don't I, don't, like I that. don't think that's so. a grudge. I think that's, you know, warranted. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aries loves action. We're always being activitous. Strength lies in enterprising ways. Finishing things do- they start does not always come easy. Um, I don't know about that. But then again, it says, unless the ruler of Mars is a under a Taurus or a Scorpio, which I actually think it is. So that actually weirdly works out, I think. Huh. I think my Mars is Scorpio. Oh, my Mars is Leo. Oh, well, anywho. <laughs> Sorry, thought that was going to be a little bit more affirming. Uh, headaches and sinuses and eye problems are the usual physical complaints. Uh, yes, I get so many headaches, girl. See, I get like every day almost it, I get a headache. That insane? It's telling you physically how... That, this blows my mind. This is where I uh, where it gets crazy for me. That, that one is really like, oof. Yeah. Um, rashes and acne on the face and shoulders. Well, that, yes. But broad <laughs> shoulders. Yes, I have broad shoulders. Oh, my God. Um, quick to smile. Possess youthful charm. Um, they stick to a role, uh, like that role in their life. 
And then it says Gemini House 2 is Gemini. Wait, hold on. So I'm financial gonna, six. Quick, oh, do you want to just gonna, do the first yeah, one? I'm going to do my ascending first. Yeah. And then we can okay. You do houses. your first one. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. So I have a Gemini rising. Um, I, I've literally thrown all of my papers everywhere. So I am so scattered. Um, I'm not really sure what rising like means for you. I think it's, I, I'm not sure. Oh, let's see. The rising. Um, so this is self-identity. Okay. This, the ascendant is the symbol of how one acts in life. It is the image of the personality as seen by others and the attitude that one has towards life. Okay, cool. So mine's Gemini. Um, those born with Gemini rising see the world as a place to learn. They're curious about the people around them. Sounds similar to Sagittarius rising? Well, it is. But there are some important differences. All right, tell me. While Sagittarius seeks to expand their mental and physical horizons in a broad sense, Gemini is mostly interested in moving about in their social circles. These are people who love to ask questions, to move around freely, and to mingle. Definitely restless and often quick in physical expression, natives of the Gemini Ascendant exude, uh, you know what I mean, an air (laughs) of impatience, even if they don't mean it. Um, In fact, there is a cleverness to Gemini Ascendants that can imitate... Uh, intimidate some, especially sensitive folk. Um, a certain lack of warmth in presentation can be the result, and although this style is generally a facade, it's not immediately apparent to most. Mm-hmm. Do you think that I'm <laughs> a la- have a lack of warmth in my presentation? Like, so is it saying like when you meet strangers, or is it just like a a general lack of? Warmth? I think so. Like when I um. Yeah, and my personal interactions, communications. So, yeah. I don't think so. I would say no on that. I mean, do you think strangers perceive you as a little intimidating? I would love to be intimidating. That's my life goal, honestly. But I, <laughs> I don't think I'm an intimidating. So you want you want this natal chart <laughs> to come true. You're like, I want to be an icy cold bee. I, like, that's like the kind of... Yeah. <laughs> um, I just, I think that... I don't think intimidating, like you said, quirky, that's not necessarily a bad thing. I don't think intimidating is a bad thing. I think people who are intimidating yeah. have such a strong aura to them. And I yes. I would love to be that, but I don't think that I am. But, like, I think that, like, I would say I have a strong aura, but not intimidating. It's, like, strong as in bold. Like, yeah. there are so many ways to have a strong aura. I think you have a strong aura. But I want I want Just an, not intimidating. I want an intimidating one. I want to be intimidated. I just don't think, no offense to your Hufflepuff self, I don't think, like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't think of you as intimidating, but, like, I think of you as strong. Well, I think you. of you as, like, tough and, like, you get what you want, so. Thank you. I don't know. That's just me, but. Um, I found two styles of presentation most common with Gemini Rising people. One style is bubbly, changeable, talkative, and a little quirky. There we go yes. again. Uh, These natives are interesting and fun. They constantly explain things, whether it's their own behavior and opinion or those of the world around them. Another distinct style Mm -hmm. is a rather cool and intellectual demeanor. Not me. These natives are often quite witty and clever, but they present themselves in a less cheerful and changeable way than the first group. Yeah, I don't think... I think I'm the first one more. Yeah, I think you're the first one. Um, Gemini Ascendants... As children are awful, often labeled as intellectual, inquisitive, and perhaps an odd child. <laughs> was, was your mom listening to the podcast, like, by the way? Yep. Would she say you're an odd child? Oh, Were you an odd child? Oh, what did you do yeah. as a child? I just, I was weird. I was that weird kid for sure. Like, I mean, I always feel like I was definitely like, not odd, mm-hmm. but like, 
an outlier because I was always, like, not, like, popular and, like, oh, my God, I'm so popular, guys, but, like, people knew me. I did a lot of things. I did a lot of service. I was a go-getter, um, but I wasn't, like, a typical, you know, like, a lot of people who people knew were, like, the hot people and, like, the football people and, like, the, you know, like, the the, the pretty girly Are girls. Are we in, like, an like early the... 2000s teen movie? <laughs> I mean, that's what I went to school, so, yeah, we, we kind of were. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. The jocks, the nerds, the band the geeks. <laughs> that's next week. We're going to talk about which table would you be at in the cafeteria. <laughs> Plot twist, I didn't even eat in the cafeteria. That's that's how out of the cafeteria I was. I ate in the college uh, the college department. Like there, there we had college counselors. Mm-hmm. I, I had my lunch in there because it was chill and I got to talk with the adults who like <laughs> Could actually, you know, because like the kids are like, oh my god, you know how teenager, teenage boys conversation with teenage boys. Oh, god. It's like, <laughs> like that girl's pretty. <laughs> Butts and stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna like dunk your head in the the coffee. It's just, oh god! Ugh. Every day I wake up and I think. God, I was not born a teenage boy because <laughs> <laughs> I don't like remember. I gotta be honest with you. Like people will be like, "Remember that time in high school?" And I'm like, "No, no, I don't. I do not remember high school. Like I really don't. I barely remember anything. To be fair, but like all I know in high school was I was busy. I did a lot mm-hmm. of things. I mean, and apparently I took three years of Latin and I don't know any of it. So you took Latin. Yeah. Interesting. I took Spanish. I know agricola is farmer. And then I remember <laughs> that, like, if you would put the end, it'd be like agricola, agricole, agricolum, agricolo. It's like, and the different endings had to do with, like, the the tone or something. I was like, that's just stupid. I don't know. It was not a good time. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm an odd child. I was definitely an odd child. My mother yes, can. Back to you. <laughs> you being odd. Yes, I, w- I was. I was. Um, Oh my gosh. Uh, Many feel their upbringing lacked some warmth. In one-to-one relationships, Gemini rising people often seek a certain amount of personal freedom and space. They enjoy intellectual debates and exchanging ideas. Although they often demand a fair amount of freedom, they're often just as willing to give their partners room to breathe. I definitely think that's true. I I don't... I don't know what the lack of warmth growing up is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Your mom's like, um, I gave you plenty of warmth, Logan. Oh my God, I keep talking about my mom this podcast. She's going to be so happy. <laughs> I know. She's going to be like, wow. Like, you guys, Logan shouted out me She's many times on, on the Facebook. podcast. Hey, mom. Um, but I, I love it. I definitely think intellectual debates and exchanging ideas, I, I do love that. And then... Yeah. This, well, we are both communications majors. Yes. I mean, I think that's the whole point of the major <laughs> we just, we, <laughs> was talking. I was going to say this you know. podcast. I was like, yeah, we just want to talk and do a whole lot of talking about ideas and stuff. Yeah. Um, very interesting stuff, I think. I think that a lot of it um, kind of goes against my moon in cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe Maybe it coincides. Again, it, it all just kind of comes together and makes people who they are. So, very interesting. Uh, okay, do you want to go through our houses now? Because those are short. I don't know about yours, but mine are pretty short. Hello? Oh, sorry. I got a very important text from this job <laughs> oh, no. that is being a hassle. But <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> I'm like, because huh? I got three missed calls. And I'm like, who is trying to right call now? me right now? 
Yeah. And like, here's the thing. So one missed call is like, okay, someone wanted to tell me something casual, right? Two missed calls is like, oh, like this is like really important. But three missed calls? like take a breather and have you call them? No, no, no. I'm just going to text her. Call you. Do you mean to call you back? And and here's the funny thing. The text, this call could have been a text from the jump. Like, don't call me. Just text. If it could be a text, just text me. Don't call me with what you can text. Do you hear that? An email. I got you. But you want to have a meeting, a meeting. Oh my God, what a bop. What a bop. That's a... Uh, we love that song. That original song. <laughs> Streaming now on Spotify, Apple Music, and wherever you get your podcasts and music. <laughs> okay, right, back to what we were focusing on. Okay, what were we on? Sorry. Um, no, that's too House weird. two? Jobs are important, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. Yes. Well, I guess. I guess. So we can do... Uh, most of my houses are pretty short. My second house okay. is like probably the longest. So we can do like house, house, like going back and forth. Yeah. Cool. So house two is the area of material security and values. It rules money and finances, sense of self-work and basic values. So I have Gemini here. Okay. Financial success will be acquired thanks to various activities, frequent changes, be it the activity or the workplace. Yes. I'm all about frequent changes. He is required to use his wits to amass money, which is not always easy. Ah, I'd agree with that. Uh, I feel like I don't really have much in the physical labor department, per se. Uh, the house and sign placement on Mercury can show areas where the money can be made. Okay, good to know. What's your house, too? Um, I'm in Cancer. Uh, cancer is a fruitful sign to have on a money house. She can rely on sound instincts to acquire and save money. Very good money sense, although financial fluctuations may frequent her life. Uh, she can use keen ability to home in on what the public wants and needs and benefit financially. She may be a hoarder, mm. but... <laughs> are you a hoarder your house looks very sterile to me public spaces are very nice um privately i have a hard time throwing things away for sure okay makes sense makes sense um, I, I but get it. certainly assigns much sentimental meaning to personal possessions okay. yes i i will keep things that mean a lot to me for sure um yeah yeah <laughs> i know i i find it hard to get rid of things like that too uh so house three Area of social and intellectual learning. Gemini here as well. Cool. Adapts well to any kind of change and enthusiastically doesn't like monotony. Oh my God, so true. Crazy. Early family life was busy. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I came out of the womb ready to run for sure. Work in communications or media is possible. Oh my God. That is, that is insane. It even gets better. Writing talent is also probable. Oh my God. Can read. Oh my God. Get this. Can read and think a lot, but may not be very focused. Wow. Very accurate. And then this is even the craziest one. Can have a lot of projects going on at once. Do I not? Or do I not? I have a lot of projects. I I know this thing is just like, we know he's going to come. We are, we're already prepared for him. Uh, Yeah. That is probably the most accurate one so far. That really nailed it. Mm hmm. Okay, my house three is cancer. Um, any travel that she does is usually only to visit family or friends. <laughs> Hold up, that that is so shady. That is so shady. But that's scary like, true though. She does not leave the house. <laughs> okay, but that is scary true though. Hold on. Oh wow. Okay. When I go on vacation, I go places that I know or like to visit mm-hmm. people. Like I went um, to Florida in the summer. And I literally, is it like you don't have a desire? Are you scared or like you just don't care? I think it's about, like, like, remember when I said before, I'm just very comfortable with comfortable. And so, yeah. like this summer, I went to Florida to visit my great uncle, my great aunt, mm-hmm. great grandma, like 
I, I just, I'm like, I just want to be around people that I know. Mm-hmm. I love visiting my college town and being with my friends. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, But it's also, that is like, crazy. I know that I like it. So why would I want to try something yeah. new? I do want to go to I places, get that. but... I get that, um, though. Family and dear ones are very important to her. They can always count on her in times of difficulty or trouble. Nostalgia is strong. Cautious in communications. She usually thinks before speaking. I definitely... You're like, I guess. I definitely work. Logan's mom is like, like driving and listening to this podcast. Like, no, she does not. My, <laughs> my daughter is lying. I definitely word vomit a lot. So I don't think... Um, yeah. I think I'm cautious with important things, but I think... Mm-hmm. In a general sense, I just yeah. blah, 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 all the time. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go number four. Uh, fourth house area of home, family roots, deep emotion, sense of worth. Um, I revere family life, and children may have a large place in my heart. I don't know about that. Wait, what's your house for? I, mean, I love what? What's your house? Uh, cancer. Okay. Cancer. He's by nature calm, affectionate, delicate, and tender. I don't know about that either. Mm-hmm. Values peace and calm in the home. I got to tell you, I do like a nice, peaceful, calm home. It's my oasis. It's my, this is my place, right? He is nostalgic, collecting things of sentimental value. I do do that, for sure. That That one was okay. That one was fine. Uh, Didn't love it. Didn't hate it. Leo is in my fourth house. May conduct family like, (laughs) my God, may conduct family life like a business, rigorously and authoritatively. Great sense of organization, looking after what she owns well with pride. Okay. I got you are you're more organized than me, that's for sure. So I do like organization. Um, mm-hmm. Interesting. All right, five. <laughs> uh, area of creative self-expression, romance, entertainment, children, and gambling. That's a lot of things to have in one I'm house. I'm excited for this one. And I'm really confused how self-expression, romance, entertainment, children, and gambling are like the same things because like they're all very different all to me. Risky. But anywho. What's your house, Ed? So house five is Leo. Can only love an honest, upright, intelligent person. I mean, that's true. Um, Likes to admire their partner. A sincere, stable, and faithful love. Refined education. They really, they're really hitting, like, must be smart. Must be smart. I mean, here's the thing. Like, I think intelligence comes in so many different forms. So, like... I'm not the person who's like, I can only date someone who has like this degree or like this level of quote intelligence because there are so many types of intelligence. Yeah. But yes, I could not be with someone who just was like boring or like simple. Like I need someone who like views the world in a very unique or different way yeah. or like can help me ponder and like that sense of wonder. Absolutely. So definitely no arguments with that. I don't like mine. <laughs> my Virgo is in my Let's fifth hear house. It. Virgo. Um, She does not lack for practical sense to run to her business and home. She is ingenious and good with her hands. Um, She is modest and prudish. (laughs) It sounds like like a Plymouth Rock woman. Like she is modest and look look at temperance. She is modest and prudence like any other woman. I'm in a Jane Austen novel. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Mr. What's the, what's the guy in a Mr. Mr. Barkley. What's his name? Mr. Mr. Blah, blah, blah. Mr. Oh my God. When they all have like, they all fall for Mr. Mu- Mr. Darcy. Yeah, Mr. Darcy. <laughs> oh my God. It only took like 40 minutes of me being like, Mr. 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 House six is the area of learning by a material transaction. Okay. This is Virgo and it's so wrong. Jobs in the medical or paramedic fields suit him the best. Mm. Er, 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 er. 
no. Fair, no, think, no. I think it would be good in like interpersonal, like hospital communications. I mean, I get that's also communication. Well, but, yeah. Like, I mean, working with people, like yeah, people, but like like me, like like nine one one. What's your emergency? And I'm there, like with the the pads, trying to like bzz, 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 your heart. No, <laughs> I would trust you. <laughs> no. Oh, I well that at least one of us would trust me because I wouldn't. Um, what's your sixth house? Um, Scorpio. May like oh. risky professions. So mine says health as well. Um, mine's <laughs> maybe I am prudish. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh frick, mine, that really it does describe me. Mine is um a, a specific health area. Okay. <laughs> um, what like pediatrics or surgery? <laughs> surgery? No. It's the the genital area. Wait, what? <laughs> it I would says be a, that? a really good down there doctor. Like a really good gynecologist? But it, yeah, no, it just but it says the genital area. <laughs> okay, that's just a real that's just weird. First of all, that's weird astrology cafe. Um I think I could see you you you're you're comforting. You're a Hufflepuff. I think I could see it. I don't think that they should have said it, me, but I could see me it. Me five so. minutes ago. I'm not modest and prudish. Me now <laughs> blushing because I had to say genital. Oh, heavens. <laughs> I had to say genital on a podcast. Oh, no, I'm darling. I'm fanning myself. I'm so You are literally fanning yourself like a sinner in church. You look like you're about to like pull out the pie for after mass. Oh, like, pa- father, I made pie. I made some carrot pecan pie. Maybe I am in a Jane Austen novel and I'm just... <laughs> Mr. Darcy, I had to say the word general on a podcast today. All right, let's keep it moving. <laughs> What's yours? Wow, very uncomfortable. Are we in seven? Yeah, we are in seven. Uh, seven. Area of one-to-one relationships such as marriage and partnership and of social and intellectual action. Lebron seven. He looks for compromise in relationships and partners or marriage may get involved in a committed relationship earlier than most. Uh, no, 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 no. I have been talking to someone for a year now and we are still not technically together. We are still only talking. Yeah, that's, that's not you. Um, mine. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Thank you for the support. Well, I'm just, I've I've heard about this person a couple of times. You're like, what? Just like shoot or, you know, shoot or get off the horse. Like, seriously. Um, All right. Mine's What's in, your seven? Mine's in Sagittarius. Um, a union with a foreigner or a marriage abroad. She seeks oh. happiness and intellectual companionship more than anything. Yeah. Hmm. No. She just wants to be happy. Dang. <laughs> like, doesn't everybody? Mm. All right. Eighth house. What you got? Eight house. Let's check a look at what eight is. Uh, area of emotional security and security of the soul. I have Sagittarius on eight. This can point to a profit through an inheritance. That Yeah, that's not happening. Or it may suggest that support is often there for him when needed most. Yes, my mom for sure. Partner is likely to be financially stable or supportive. However, he might not always be firm and accountable with matters ruled by the eighth house. So watch for sloppiness or excess here. Sometimes points to the uh, end of life in a foreign land or a journey abroad. What? Nevertheless, this is only likely only to happen after a long life, usually an easy end of life. Yeah, I don't... That is all... What was your house in? Weird. Sagittarius. Mine's in Capricorn, and it literally is so short. It says, natural death in very old age likely. Inheritances. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't love this house. Can we just move to the house I'm gonna nine? die when I'm house old! <laughs> I will have money and death. Thank you, house eight. Jesus. And nine. Uh, this is the area of learning that shapes the identity. I have Sagittarius. Okay. Um, 
long voyages abroad are possible, might settle permanently in a foreign country. I've been actually thinking about that. I'm like, can I move to Germany? Do they take artists in Germany? Like, I feel like Germany is so smart. They're like, we don't need artists. Like, we're just like scientists. And I'm like, but can I be artful there, please? Can I make things? Uh, I'm like, I'm like that Parks and Rec girl who's like, money, please. And I'm just like, please, I need art, Germany, artists, please. (laughs) Art, money for art, please. Um, <laughs> I love that book. What's your ninth? Um, my ninth, uh, Capricorn. I have a lot of Capricorn. Mm-hmm. Um, may tend to respect the religion in which she was brought up as a child, still holding to this belief, which is crazy because I I was raised. Let's talk some religion. <laughs> I was raised. <laughs> We've already been talking for fifty minutes. This podcast, or like sixty minutes. Wow, this podcast episode is, is a hitting a lot of things. One. Um, I was raised Lutheran, and I I don't go to church i i would like to though but like i still believe in that faith Mm -hmm. which is crazy um she likes justice and loyalty all right we have a we have a couple more houses let's let's think through do people not like justice or loyalty i just love that idea that like (laughs) i hate justice and i hate loyalty like loyalty and justice for all (laughs) yeah uh 10th this is the marital action uh it represents oh my god material (laughs) Material action, it represents the work one will do in one's life, the place that one will take in the world of society. Oh, heavens. Becomes more important as one grows older. Mine is Capricorn, actually. Someone who's completely trusted at work, respectable, irreproachable in his work and moral qualities, scrupulous and praiseworthy. I mean, a little bit. I I could see that a little bit, but I don't, I don't know. I I, I think at the end of the day, like, I do pride myself on my work, Mm -hmm. but I'm not necessarily scrupulous or necessarily praiseworthy so fair um mine's an aquarius success in teaching she likes contact with others to speak and explain in the profession not a teacher but (laughs) (laughs) um 11th house this is the area of search for social and intellectual security mine's aquarius oh shout out to you Likes to remake the world with his friends. Yes, very true. These discussions can last the whole night, and with the ideal world created, he is happy to retire to bed. I love that. Oh, I that actually really, really love that. Um, mine's in Pisces. She may only have a few friends, but with these friendships, it's in... Okay, don't laugh. <laughs> I'm not laughing at the idea of you having a few friends. I just like how they just said it so cavalier. Like, yeah, they might not have friends. So what? Who with cares? these friendships, is sincere and frank. I do like that. Oh, that's cute. I like that. That's something that you could put like on one of those like signature, you know, squibbles above the door. Like only a few friends, but they are honest and frank and sincere. Like, yeah. All right. House in 12, our last one. Mm-hmm. This is the area of education emotion where we meet our karma, deal with endings, and where we bury things. Mine is Pisces. Contradictions and inner torments or harassments are possible. Ding, 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 ding. I am a living contradiction. I am very hard on myself. However, this is a good position for psychic awareness, helping others less fortunate. Oh, my heavens. Well, that is interesting, interesting. to say the least. Mine's mm. in yes. Taurus. Uh, business affairs will have their highs and lows. Financial loss can be heavy if it does happen. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> that sounds a little scary to me, doesn't it? It's like, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Business affairs. Ooh. Ooh, business affairs. Um, and literally, that's just like scratching the surface of everything. There are yeah. so many more planets. There are so many more conjunctions and everything that, I mean, we don't even have time mm. for. There is so <laughs> much stuff. Yeah, uh, seriously. 
But this I, was fun though. I, I got. I feel like we got to know a little bit about ourselves, about each other. Yeah, I, de- I definitely recommend that everyone look into their chart at one point. Um, mm-hmm. Again, even if you do like the basics, like we did, I think you find things out about yourself. Um, but if you can mm-hmm. find someone who goes over every single step, I, I think it's worth it. Honestly, I do too. I do Especially, too. oh my gosh, with the health stuff, like mm-hmm. that's wild. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. I trust scientists absolutely, but. It's crazy. Um, okay. Well, thanks everyone for listening. I'm sorry this was a little longer than usual, but I yeah. hope you enjoyed it. You can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere else, YouTube. We're on Starbolt Studios page. Peace out. Peace out.